Okay, so uh, so John, welcome to the podcast. It's great to speak to you again, and congratulations on the acquisition. Tell us a bit about it. Why now, and why Publicis? Yeah, well, yes, well, it's a really exciting time, I guess. Um, yeah, so we've uh, Octopus has been, in, you know, an independent agency since we started, sort of n- nearly twenty years ago. So it's quite it's quite a big step. Um, I guess why now? Um, the timing sort of seems to be really right. I think for B two B generally to um, in in the marketplace. Um, I think my theory is B2B is at a fascinating sort of tipping point at the moment with lots of big industries that we work in being disrupted by technology, you know, hastened by the the pandemic. Um, And more and more briefs that we're getting are very, very much wider in scope with more geographical reach, uh, require more deeper services, technology, data. And, you know, it, it feels like it's the right time to to use this springboard with publicists to sort of scale our business. And um, they're also really excited about B2B as a effectively relatively un, um, un, untrodden area for them, really, despite their size. And um, the two things together hopefully make us, you know, give us a really exciting opportunity for growth. Um, so, yeah, that's why now. Um, um, and, you know, um, why publicists, I guess, um, you know, there were lots of um, large, large holding groups out there, you know, that the, the, um, the have B2B offerings. Publicists actually, despite their size, I think they're third biggest in the, in the world. They don't have too much of a B2B offering in, in the UK and Europe. Um, a lot of their B2B work is delivered by some of their larger uh, agency brands, um, or, um, but not by a B2B specialist group. Um, and so, you know, in many ways, it's it, it's it's a perfect sort of blend of uh, taking a an independent agency like us, taking all the best bits and the culture and the and the the approach, and fitting that into you know a, a much wider playing field. And I think publicists particularly pride themselves on having chatted to lots of other agencies that have joined publicists over the last few months. They have a, a very much a, uh, a an entrepreneurial mindset where they they love to keep agencies. In, in, in there, they love to keep the agency identities and all the things that got them there, but then hopefully get them working together on bigger pieces of business and bigger briefs uh, in what they call the sort of power of one, which is using all the different tools that they have to, to do much bigger, much bigger uh, pieces of work, which is quite appealing for us. So you, so this opportunity potentially allows you to tap into bigger clients, bigger briefs um, and, and kind of, get some scale, which you were doing a great job of achieving as an independent, but, um, you know, there's, there's only so much you can, as an independent, uh, you know, mid-sized B2B agency, there's only so much you can right. do, I guess. That's right. And, um, you know, as, as we all know, I think you follow B2B quite closely. It is made up of lots of brilliant independent agencies, you know, who make up quite a diverse sort of ecosystem. But I think that, you know, as an independent owner managed business, like, you know, you need investment, you need scale, you need to be able to, to, to perhaps play on a different playing field sometimes that sometimes when you're an independent agency and um, you, you're limited a little bit. And I think we always knew, you know, in our growth, you know, we didn't really have any plans to, to sell our business in, in the way that we have really. It was more that we always knew at some point that we'd need to get investment to grow it. And I think this really is a way of doing that. It's about, it's a way of investing in it. Um, 
and um, you know, understanding once you get under the skin of group a group like Publicis, and we've they've just got some amazing brands and com- companies and, and data and technology that you know we, we could never really buy ourselves. We can never get to ourselves that we can some that we can now tap into and uh, and and really apply that to the B two B landscape. So that's really exciting. Okay, um, and and that's fantastic. And and um, so, and tell us a bit about your journey. I mean, I, I was reading the release that you was it bite you broke off from. Did I get that right? Have I imagine that. And no, you haven't. Well, uh, that was that was where I guess the founders of the business met, really, and that's where we sort of you know got to work together. And um, we 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 weren't affiliated to bite back in the day. We just decided one day in the pub that we were going to set up our own business and um, <laughs> did that. So uh, we we always joke that we're like we're like the the account team that's never broken up. You know, we've we've, we've always worked together, but now. Um, so that's how it started, and 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 uh, yeah, I, th- I think um, I always think of Octopus as all the like now three chapters. This is the third, where the first chunk of time was spent building a business that was, you know, in its roots was technology and public relations. That's where I started. Um, that was my sort of trade, if you like. And um, we spent a good, you know, becoming a really, you know, I guess startup independent agency growing growing up and you're doing some fun stuff and, and technology is always a great place to build a business um the second phase came from sort of perhaps 2013 14 where you know the content marketing wave had sort of started to hit and we were sort of starting to do different type of work um, um predominantly our tech work was always in b2b so we were starting to do more content more more content marketing and get involved in some more marketing focused conversations than purely on the comm side and that's that's where we came up with our I guess, latest positioning, which is all around trying to link the two worlds of brand communications with sales and demand and the, the sort of sharp end of B2B marketing. And that's, that's we've built that business over the last four or five years, particularly. Um, and then, you know, I guess that's, that's part of the reason why I think publishers were approached us to sort of, they really bought into our model. The fact that we bring lots of different services together, but in a B2B wrapper, that's quite easy for clients to get their head around and quite easy to access. Um, and then yeah, so this is the third, the start of the. I always see this is the start of the third chapter where now we've got some new, you know, some new resources, some new, uh, if you like, contacts and network, and hopefully that'll be, you know, the chance to really scale the business as as we've always wanted to, really. Okay, fantastic. And and I, you know, I've asked you, I, I could send you some questions in advance, and I asked you to tell us what you learned along the way, which is like twenty years. Can you distill that twenty yeah. years into one soundbite? I mean, I know that's a ridiculous question to ask, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So, what 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 kind of is there any one bit of kind of insight or knowledge that are particularly pressing that you've learned in that journey? Um, there's probably a couple of things. So I was there's one about sort of how to do how to handle yourself and how to be an entrepreneur, I suppose, and one about the market that we're in. I think the first one is, um, is, is always do th- do business the right way and, and, um, and be generous with your network. And I, th- I think, um, just the last couple of days we've announced this, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages from like former colleagues, you know, former clients. It's a really great community we've got in B2B. And I, and I think just being uh, generous with your time and helpful with other people, peers, colleagues, other agencies is has always paid us back many times over. And I think, you know, that's probably how, we, you know, we build a good reputation as a, as a business that's growing. So I always recommend to do that. And I guess then and on B2B, you know, which is where I spend most of my time talking about, I think, I think I've learned that um, if you get, if you, if you understand a market like B2B really well, then you, you become immensely valuable. And I think um, chatting to you at B2B, you know, as, as someone who, who champions the industry, I think we all know that sometimes B2B gets, 
sort of almost the bridesmaid, never the bride sometimes in terms of some of its uh, uh, status in the marketing services landscape. And I think I've learned that if you just specialize on what you're good at, then, you know, you get good things happen, you get the right work, you get noticed by other companies. So I think sometimes B2B is always trying to do so, be something it's not. So just, you know, just, just get into the niche and really, enjoy, really get into it. And, you know, you can, you can get scale within that, within our part of the market as well. So there we go. And I think your acquisition proves that proves the value in that as well. And, and I'm, you know, I've given you the kind of license to, to wax lyrical about publicists as a pet, as a new parent and how wonderful yeah, it's going to be. And that's, and I, and I wouldn't expect nothing less. Yeah. knowing you and knowing an acquisition, um, a recent acquiry, but you know, I've got to put my cynical journalist hat on for a second. Yeah, and sure. ask the, the flip side question, which is, you know, um, big agencies, particularly net, networks to a certain degree extent are not as fashionable as perhaps they were, you know, no. um, a, f- a few years ago, you know, there's the kind of agility thing, and you've seen a lot, you know, seen a lot of the big company, big big groups suffering a bit um, through perceived or real lack of agility and perhaps pricing and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, how do you balance that kind of? How I perceive this is the start of your journey, but how do you perceive you're going to balance that kind of financial support and perhaps financial rigor, which isn't always welcome, with this kind of mm-hmm. this the ability to still be entrepreneurial, as you just as you said earlier on, which is very important. Yeah, it is, and and I guess that's always something when you contemplating these things as a as a as an owner and as an independent business you're always very acutely aware of you know you you sort of spend all your time sort of um you spend all your time building this business and growing this thing that it's very very personal to you and the last thing you want is someone to come and tell you you can't do things and do things the way you want i guess yeah i, I guess not naive enough to know we're not gonna have to you know we're gonna have some people to, to report to and targets and things that we want to do but i think i've always treated that business as if I'm an employee and I, you know, want to, you know, want, want to do a good job. It's never been a lifestyle business for, for us. So I think that makes it a bit easier on the entrepreneurial point. I think that was a big part of our due, due diligence on the people we're going to be working with. Um, and we spoke to say lots of, lots of the leaders actually publicists have all been uh, entrepreneurs themselves and, and sold their businesses. And a lot of them stuck around to help others grow. And I think that's always a big Testament. So, you know, uh, from, all the people I've met over the years, the, the, the publicist guys seem really entrepreneurial, very commercial, but also also have told us that, you know, have given us a, a real a, a real picture of some of the things that they'd like us to do, which actually in their own right are quite entrepreneurial within the group. You know, new ideas that we've had that they think are great and we can take forward, um, you know, new uh, new opportunities with, with their clients that they're excited about or planning. Um and most, and also most importantly for me, as a bit, a bit of a geek, really, in terms of tech, is just having access to some of the, some of the data, media, technology stacks that they've got is, you know, almost mouthwatering, really, because you know, I think, and you write a lot about martech, and you know, you talk a lot about it, B two B marketing. I think it's it's something that underpins our business, and I think you can never have enough innovation and you know tools and technologies there to. That, that clients are really looking for help on. So to have access to some of that stuff is is pretty powerful. Um, so we're really excited about linking up with our new colleagues um, and understanding what they can, what they can bring. So um, that's really exciting. So I guess yeah. y- yes, we, we may lose a little bit of autonomy in some regards, but I think everything we've we've seen so far it, it points to the fact that there wouldn't be um, investing in octopus Stadium wants to grow and how you grow a business and agencies by being entrepreneurial. So, you know, I, I square those two things off really. So they're, they're, you don't think they're going to, they won't kill the goose that gave the golden egg. They understand how to cultivate that. Yeah. Uh, well, again, you, all you can do is base it on what, what other people tell you. And we chatted to 
lots of businesses who over the years been been acquired by them and you know everything we heard was positive um and you know um you know i guess uh the, the leader in the uk annette king's got a real track record of 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 built uh building b2b businesses she did something similar with ogilvy for many years uh, before joining publicist so um it's really it's really exciting to work with her yeah. someone who is running what 23 agencies in the uk but who comes from a b2b background is really quite exciting yeah so, yeah so that that's great actually i hadn't made that connection so that's that explains why she was she's gone out of her way possibly to buy to acquire one because she got it yeah, if you, I mean, Annette's, uh, Annette's chatted uh, in this week and when we've done a few interviews about the fact that she's been she's been looking to do this for three years since she started um, a, a publicist group. And that's been one of the things she's been uh, championing within the business, that B2B is, is, a, is a massive opportunity um, for, for the group in the UK. And um, she's uh, she's very passionate about it. So, you know, it's a bit of a kindred spirit, really, for us as someone who completely gets it and um, is going to hopefully help us when we need her to, 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 to grow things. Yeah. And, and that's kind of answered, asked one of my next questions, which is, did they come looking for you or did you go looking for them? Um, Definitely the latter. Um, you know, I, I think it's always, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure it's too savory to say, to tell people that your business is up for sale, which as, as definitely wasn't. Um, so you're so busy, particularly last year as well. So busy, like navigating such an unusual year. The last thing in our mind was, you know, this really, <laughs> but um, these things always happen, you know, at, the, at strange times and we just got approached in, in the middle of the year as they were looking at the marketplace and and um yeah just met them and it seemed like it just seemed like a great fit and um uh the timing seemed it just seemed right and um we'd had actually in in 2020 despite the ups and downs we our business held pr pretty well and you know one feature of last year was that our briefs started to get you know bigger briefs really and more diverse during the time actually um so we were going into this year, despite that, despite 2020 being feeling quite confident. So this is this feels like a good momentum piece to to springboard us out of, you know, when we're all back together and you know, hopefully the pandemic's behind us. Then we think there's some exciting things going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and I, th I think you're absolutely right. I mean, personally, very positive about the future for B2B. Um, I mean, and on that that topic, I mean. Um, uh, you know, Annette sounds like a, a, a she's a unique individual. But um, does this give you, do you? What do you think this says about the state of the industry, or the, or the at least the agency community? Do you think it, it's it's going from strength to strength here, or yeah, do you think they're all getting yeah. out at the right time? No, no uh, well, I mean, you know, firstly, I, I, as I say, I mean, it's, I, I see it as a sort of again a springboard to do to make this business a lot bigger than it than it is now, and that's what I've always been trying to do. Um, and if anything, as an independent, you get a bit frustrated that you can't do more things and grow quicker. And so that, that, that's how I see, see the future. But in terms of the agency community, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's a really, a really exciting time for B2B, definitely. And the fact that Publicis is, you know, this is the first sort of acquisition it's done in the UK for quite a few years. So, you know, I think it, it points to a really bright future for B2B. Um, and um, just in, you know, the last few weeks, as we've got to know our new colleagues, just the, the sort of, you know, the latent sort of uh, demand for sort of B2B expertise and skills is is really hot, you know, is really encouraging. Um, and it, by the way, it's not just B2B company, you know, it's not just B2B brands, it's actually B2C brands that are that are underpinned by a B2B, a B2B, yeah. uh, a B2B ecosystem. And I think, you know, that that's something that's really exciting as well. Um, and I think um, I've been chatting to Annette quite a lot about the fact that we, our theory is that, you know, B2B being a, is a set of ecosystems that are all intertwined. And once one thing starts to change, 
um, then it all knocks on. And, um, you know, actually a lot of the, the briefs we get at the moment, often brands that you just don't associate with B2B and yet they're having to pivot to actually develop B2B propositions because of the way the world's changed around them quite, quite quickly. So that's really exciting for a, for a B2B practitioner to, to be working with B2C brands, but taking them into a different direction. Yeah, and I have to build your point earlier on. I don't want to ask a leading question or a leading statement, but it feels like that there's some of that stigma, a lot of that stigma from years gone by, you know, when you started and when we started, which is around the same time. Yeah. It's no longer there anymore. You know, people, it's, it's seen as just a, it's a different place. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it's quite nice. I mean, you know, being candid, it's quite nice when you spend all your time banging the drum for B2B and then you get into an organisational publicist and it's literally like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I wish we'd had this years ago and, you know, wish to have 60 people who specialize in B2B in the group is a massive win for them. And, um, you know, so it should give everyone really real confidence that, you know, we're doing something really important. So, you know, amen to that. <laughs> so, hallelujah, uh, absolutely. That's yeah. that, that, that um, uh, religious metaphor. Um, <laughs> the, um, uh, um, just thinking about the sector, you know, you say you come from, you, you broke away from a bigger agency, you've done 20 years, which is more than your time as independent, you know, and, and, and joined another agency. And, Actually, you know, this this news comes out on the, the week when we've um, just uh, announced our, our agency benchmarking for our, our yeah, yeah. B2B, which is obviously eagerly awaited by the whole community. You know, we get a lot of, <laughs> load of, load of feedback on it. Do you think, you know, that, that's that's gone from being like, you know, when we when we first time we did it 15 years ago, it was like 10 agencies to now just, just shy of 100. Yeah. We know there's loads more out there that haven't given us their data. Do yeah, you yeah. That, do you think that could, do you think you're going to see that universe expanding or do you think there's stuff like, there's going to be more consolidation and contraction in the way that in, in the in the in the mold of what we've seen here with publishers. You're, you're shaking your head there. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I don't see it as a massive consolidate a, a, a consolidation. I mean, I I think I, I look at the sort of you know league tables and what competitors are doing and stuff all the time. And I think um, it's really interesting. You get a lot of. I just think you get a lot of bigger groups suddenly. Um, I think the knock-on effect of bigger groups is that they're obviously they're under pressure, like a lot of businesses are, because of their scale. So they're looking for for ways to grow. And I think. You know, everyone's they're looking around the different segments. Healthcare is one, which is obvious right now. B two B is another, where they're going. Wow, wow there's, there's there's a really interesting thing going on there, and maybe we need to really dive into that. And that's what publicists have done. You know, finally. Um, and um, so I think it bags really well for the B two B sector. And I see, um, I think it is ca- characterised by you know more independence, particularly in the UK, um, and that's fine. But I think you know the, what's important is. You know, and I think we've seen this, you, you can, can grow a really good business in B2B as an independent. And, you know, that's what we've enjoyed doing. But I think, you know, as I say, you, 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 it gets to a point where if you if you have ambitions to be geographically bigger, which we do, you know, perhaps sell a, a wider set of services, then, you know, it, you have to get some sort of help um, and investment to do that because clients will come to you and ask for more things. And I think the reason that it's quite fragmented is they probably work with multiple agencies on slightly different parts. Yeah. Whereas our pitch is very much to, to bring it all into one place um, and make it simple. So that lends itself to a bit more scale, I think. But no, I think it's really exciting time for for agencies. And it, I think it's really interesting that, you know, your league table this year has got, you know, people in it that perhaps weren't in it before who yeah. suddenly gone, uh, let's take Edelman, for example, who, you know, I, I know from the PR world quite well, but, probably got a very big business in B2B. They've just, t- they've just decided to go, hold on a minute. We need to be seen in the B2B marketplace now. So let's, let's look at, let's, let's focus our, our attention on that. And lo and behold, they pop in straight into the top. top. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so and I think that's, that's encouraging. We should take that as a good thing. You know, it's not the same people at the top all the time, or, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see some new, new companies in there and uh, other, other things happening. 
Okay, yeah, I quite, I quite agree. It's, it's, it's good to keep it fresh. Um, and I guess, so, so really interesting chatting to you, John. Last question then. What's going to be, what do you think is hot for your clients in 2021? Yeah, well, I was asked this by the publicist team the other day, like we did, did a presentation to them about us and, you know, what we think's, what the, we think the big trends are. I guess there's a couple of, there's probably a few things and you've probably heard this from others, but um, we're, we're getting lots of really interesting work around back brand transformation in B2B. So, and again, I go back to the sort of big shifts that are going on, you know, take any market you can think of, logistics, financial services, you know, uh, aviation, w- whatever it might be, it's just going through massive change and therefore it's it's driving a lot of r- brand consideration. So I think we're getting lots of w- work, which is about um, repositioning B2B brands, uh, re- re- uh, helping them productize what they do a bit better or re- reappraising them in some way. So I think there's a lot of brand work in B2B going on, which is great um, and exciting. Um, secondly, and you guys do talk a lot about ABM, you know, it's a big... ABM and client, or, or what I tend to call client marketing, you know, um, is is a massive uh, theme trend in B2B and has been for a few years, but I've really seen that, um, you know, featuring most briefs now in terms of, uh, you know, one-to-one, you know, one-to-few communications being quite important. So that, that trend continues. Um, and I think the third one on a creative point, because we think we are in a creative industry still, you know, um, we should forget that, is... Um, what the the last um, twelve months has meant for content and creativity. I think I think lots of B two B brands have relied on you know trade shows and exhibitions to be the be the central plank of their marketing, and all of a sudden that that can't happen, or we can't happen in the same way. So they're taking that, trying to reappraise the content campaigns, creative that they do, to think of new ways to engage people. Yeah. So a lot that's driving a lot of interesting creative work in B two B. I think. Um, that, um, you know, seen quite a lot of innovation coming out of lockdown, some new formats, some new technologies. So that's quite exciting. It's forced us to think of, think about mixing up some of the old, perhaps some of the old ways of doing things. So that, I would say those three things are probably top yeah. of mind for me. Yeah, I think those are three really, really strong ones. And, you know, I uh, certainly agree on the, as a, as, a, as a company that does a lot of events, I can certainly relate to the the, yeah. that, yeah. the, the impact of that. And it's been it definitely the expression innovation loves constraints. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that sums up our last year. I like your point, of course, I like the point about ABM, but I like the point about um, about the brand. And we've seen a lot of that. And I think um, that's really good news speaking marketers because so often they've had to do the brand work by the back door, haven't they? You know, they have to dress it up as being lead generation was actually they need to put some brand work done. So anything that gets brand actually into the on the table, B2B has got to be a really good thing. So that's great. Yeah, news. yeah really good. Really good. And, and, they, and I think as marketers, they're all, you know, they're always the projects you like to work on because they're quite strategic in nature and you get to work with the leadership team of the businesses and um i think that that is always great work to have i think the difference with b2b perhaps with creative more or more the more traditional brand agencies is they leave it they leave it there you know they leave the brand there and move on to the next rebrand whereas what we're then trying to do is commercialize that and drive it through a load of different channels so you know we can do the brand work in b2b but i think we're also quite comfortable with taking on the metrics of, of growth as well you know and- yeah. And you might say getting your hands dirty, which is definitely something. Well, that's yeah, you might say that. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely right. Definitely right. Yeah, which is good. Long may that continue. Yeah, exactly. Quite right too. Well, look, John, thank you so much for taking the time today. Congratulations for you and the team. You know, yeah, like, thanks. I know a little bit about the journey you've been on, and we've had the pleasure to work with you guys, for, you know, on and off over the years, and it's been always been a great experience, and you know, thoroughly deserved. And hope this is great 
I think this is great news in the B2B sector as a whole, great news for clients, they get access to, to you know, a more competitive agency community and great news for other independents because there is a, you know, there is a kind of um, a place to go at the end. You've got big, big groups, you know, after your skills. And so it's really yeah. good news. So John, yeah. thank you very much. Um, hope you can, we can speak again soon and, and, um, and, and good luck and congratulations to you all the team. Thank you, Joel. Thanks for your time. Brilliant. Okay. Cheers.